You're listening to another life-transforming message from Awakened Church with campuses in San Diego and Salt Lake City. To find out more about us, go to awakenedchurch.com. I was, I was sitting having a drink with uh, my friend Daniel. Give it up for Daniel. Come on. Pathfinder boss, visionary, builder of champions. I feel like a champion whenever I'm around you. Um, but we were sitting down, and I was like, yeah, I'm going to talk about a fence. And then tonight, um, uh, the Holy Spirit kind of threw a little bit of a curveball. And so instead, I'm going to talk about faith. I'm going to talk about faith, and I'm going to get real practical because I think sometimes when it comes to faith, we're like, yeah, you got to have faith. Right, Jason? You're like, oh, like Jason. Jason at last year's Emerge, right? Jason is, is, is on this, like, you know, he's carrying these heavy things. We're doing this uh, relay. And, uh, and all of a sudden, he pivots, and he tore his calf muscle. Bald, and, uh, you know, what's that? Yeah, and you finished. And it was because of the fa- it was because you finished that when you were like, oh, yeah, I think I hurt myself, I was kind of like, oh, he's just like, got a cramp. He's fine. It's fine. Like, like the next day he's still on crutches. I'm like, bro, man up. What are you, what's wrong with you? He completely, he completely severed, completely detached the calf muscle, and he was such a baby about it. No, I'm just kidding. He wasn't. He wasn't. He wasn't. Um, but, but lots of times it's like, oh, we should have, have faith. And we'll pray, and then God will do it. And yes, that's true. But I think sometimes we, we, we don't really talk about, like, what does that mean? What does it actually mean to have faith? And I think if we're not careful, it ends up being, like, this weird, like, like Christian kind of, um, it either means nothing. We're like, oh, yeah, we're of the same faith. Like, it's a belief system. Okay, all right. Or, oh, yeah, you know, just... Just try to have some faith. Okay, yeah. Or, or it's like a shame, like, oh, sorry, it didn't happen, and it's because you didn't have enough faith. And it's really dangerous. It's really dangerous, right? And so I want to kind of unpack faith a little bit tonight. And so I've never actually had a message like this before. Um, it's, it's, it's an acronym, I've never had an acronym message in my life. Usually it's because I'm not smart enough. I'm like thinking of what, what word would go with hmm, letters. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> and, uh, and so, but, so I'm gonna, we're going we're gonna to try it tonight. So the first letter in faith is an F, right? <laughs> and, uh, and, and it's faithful. Faithful. You see, we serve a God who is faithful. I think oftentimes when we're praying for things, we lack faithfulness in our prayer. So we pray that Jason's leg would get healed, and if it doesn't, we know it can, but if it doesn't happen right then, we're like, "Mm, give up. That's not faithful. God is faithful. God is always there. God is always willing. God is always, he, he's, he's ready to act on our behalf. But I think sometimes we lose sight of, of uh, are we faithful in our prayer? One of the things in Pastor Jurgen's book, Push, is he's like, pray until something happens. Essentially, don't give 
up. Don't give up. We've got to be faithful. Those, who have, those of you who might be praying that they, a loved one would, would come back to Christ, maybe a, a, a son or a daughter or whatever, you, like, are you faithfully getting, you know, getting before God and praying and asking and believing, being faithful in your prayer? And are your prayers full of faith? And we'll get into that a little bit later t- also, but we've got to have, we've got to be faithful in our, in our persistent prayer. Becca uh, had, a, had a, a wakeboarding accident, and her back, like, hurt, and this was before we even met, and it would kind of cause issues here and there, and there was a season where we were praying every single night that God would shift something, that God would heal her back, and if I'm honest... I really kind of, I wouldn't say that I, had, I was real faithful about it. I kind of was just angry. I was like, God, I'm just going to keep praying about this because she's complaining about it, and I, I can't listen to it anymore. <laughs> it's true. Honest moment. We've been married a long time. We can, it's good. <laughs> when you've been married for 12 years, it's just like, eh. You know each other. It's interesting, though, because finally a thing shifted and her back was healed. We were in the office at the church and literally in a moment, heat hit her back and the pain, gone. And she's never had it again. Come on. Yeah, that's... But you can't give up on the promise. You can't give up on it. Jesus talks about it and he's like, hey, like, you know, the girl, she just won't leave you alone. She's just knocking and knocking. The, the, the neighbor's just like, I want bread. And you're like, no, I'm not giving you any bread. And finally, out of annoyance, homeboy gets out of the bed and finally opens the door and it's like, fine, here's some bread. Right? Out of annoyance. He says, if, if that's true on earth, how true would it be with your father in heaven? There's some persistence that needs to have, that, that God wants in our prayer life. There's some persistence. And I think so often, we just want it microwaved. We just want a microwave, 30-second prayer, boom, it, ha- it shifts, it happens, boom. And, and, and obviously, yes, we believe that God can, does, and will, but oftentimes he's act- asking us to have some faithfulness in our prayer life. So that's the F-bomb, faithfulness. All right. If you look at Abraham, is a perfect example. In fact, if I were Abraham, I might have even gotten offended at God's seemingly uh, poor timing and judgment. I'm already super old, and now you're going to take how long before this baby comes? Like, it's kind of offensive if you think about it. Oh, and you're, I'm going to change your name to father of many. Okay, you're just wanting me to look like an idiot, don't you? You want me to look like an idiot. But finally, God proved himself faithful. Why? Because Abraham was faithful. Okay, anyways, get off of it, Vince. Keep going. Available. Available. Are we creating space for God to even show up? Are we even creating space for God to... Uh, it's funny when Christians begin to... Uh, and I've done it. When we begin to complain about circumstance, oh God, I don't know why I'm in this stupid situation. You've been praying for a miracle, and now you need one and you're upset about it? 
right? Like, we want God to show up, but are we willing to have, and are we willing to carve out some space? Let me give an example. Peter. Peter. Okay, listen, usually I like, you know, I use the scripture. Today we're going to talk about the scripture. You can test it later. Uh, Peter on the boat, right? The, the, the disciples are in a storm. Things, are, things are, are, are crazy. They're freaking out. It's not the time that he's in the boat with them sleeping. It's the time he's not even in the boat, and the, and the storm is going. And then what happens? Jesus is walking out on the water in the middle of the storm, and Peter does something that none of the other disciples do. He, he, makes, he creates a space for there to be a miracle. He creates an available spot for a miracle where he goes, if it's you, tell me to get out of the boat. And he steps out of the boat. Now, he could have just sat in the comfort of that boat and seen Jesus coming and going, oh, thank you, Lord, you're here to rescue us. So fantastic. And he would have come, he would have gotten in the boat, it would have been an all-happy day. But instead, he created a space to step out onto the water. But first, we've got to make, we've got to carve that out. Are we available? Are we seeing an opportunity for a miracle? Or are we just simply wanting a total bailout? Right? All right. It's one of the reasons why, you know, in, in service, we'll, we'll pause, we'll take a moment, we'll, we'll let worship linger for a second. We want to carve out some space. God, what are you saying? What are you doing? We've got to create some, create some space. The next one, I'm going to camp on this for a second, is inheritance. Inheritance. There's nothing more, I have to be careful because, I've heard some of, some of you pray, and you pray like I used to pray. God, if you could just, if you could just do me a solid, right? God, I just ask that if it's not too much, if it's not too much effort, if, if you have some time, I, I, just, I just would love for you to maybe step in my situation. Just, I mean, I, I don't want to be a burden, We pray like, like some sort of red-headed stepchild. <laughs> Chad. <laughs> we do. We love them. We pray like, I don't want to step on God's toes right now. I just need a little favor. If you're in Christ, you are a son of the Most High King. You are a daughter of the heaven's armies. You have an inheritance that you have a right to the promises of heaven. So you don't have to go to God going, I just pray. You can go, God, I declare. I activate your power and your authority. God, I call on heaven right now that it must shift. I speak to you demonic thing. I say get off. I speak to you sickness. I say leave. Why? Because you are a son and a daughter of the king of kings and the lord of lords and you have an inheritance that every single thing that he has he freely gives to you. Not because of who you are but because of who he is and it's time we start praying like we have an inheritance. Do you understand what I'm saying? Well, that seems like a bold prayer. I don't know if that's a good idea just to begin to pray. What if it doesn't happen? Shut up. But what if it doesn't happen? You know what that reminds me of? Satan. What if you eat the fruit? <laughs> 
will die. But what if that doesn't happen? You're not going to die. Did God really say that? Wow. I think oftentimes we live under a ceiling that we allow because we don't understand the identity and the inheritance that we have in Christ Jesus. You say, well, I don't deserve to pray prayers like that. Okay. Are you in Christ? Because if you are, then when God sees you, he doesn't see you, he sees Jesus. So when Jesus walked the earth saying, Lazarus, get out of that grave, and he did, that's the same authority that we carry if we are in Christ Jesus. All right, inheritance. Last thing, then I got to be, I'm going to, Ben can come up. The last one is H. It's hope. Now, hope, what's that? Oh, my gosh. I told you, this is why I don't preach these messages. <laughs> T. I was looking at the time. I was like, I got five minutes. I got to be done. Let's go to H. T is thankful. T is thankful. Thankful. We should be thankful for what God has done in our life. We should be thankful for what he's doing in our life. But let me put it one more step further. What if we're thankful for what he hasn't yet done? What if we begin to thank him for the miracle we've yet to receive? That's, that's true faith. True, true faith isn't even saying, God, can you do this? It is God, thank you for doing it. Even when he hasn't yet acted on it yet. Amen? All right, now the H, hope. Band, you can come up. <laughs> hope. This one's big because <clears throat> this, is, this is one that gets messed up both in the church and out of the church. Hope is not something exclusive to church, and that's why it gets interesting. I hope, right? I hope that I'll make, you know, that I'll sell a bunch of houses this year. I hope that that happens. I hope that my wife would become mayor of Salt Lake City. I hope, I hope that. I hope all sorts of stuff. But when we, when we bring hope into the context of faith, it's really important because really what hope is, is hope is having a, a positive outlook. Hope is believing for a better outcome. And I think sometimes either, because we don't quite understand faith, instead of having real faith, we just have hope. Well, I hope it gets better, and that's where it ends because we're not activating our authority. We're not stepping into our inheritance, right? And that's just worldly. The world has that. The world can hope on something. But then sometimes what Christians will do is they try to have faith, but they have lost hope, meaning that they, they want to pray for something, but they don't have the hope to even see that positive outcome. And so now we're not even seeing the thing that we, because if you can't see it, how could you believe for it, right? So if you're just seeing, if you're just seeing the cancer, 
and that's all that you can see, then that is very hopeless. And so it's like, oh, I mean, I guess, so then it becomes this. This is what Christians do a lot of. Well, if it's God's will, I guess he'll do something, but I don't even know why I'd pray for it because this is just what it is, and I just can't see it getting better. I'm just in this job, and, you know, it's just, I'm just scraping by, and I can't see a better life. I can't see it getting better, so I guess this is just how it is, and if it's God's will, then maybe something would happen. Well, in Utah, it's ruled by the Mormon church, and really, churches just can't grow here, and you know, it, it, it's just how it is. I can't see it a different way. Well, my marriage is struggling. It's on the rocks. It's this, it's that, and you can't see it. Hope allows you to lift your eyes and to see something that can't yet be seen and then you can activate the inheritance that God has given you but hope first has to get I could believe that it can be better I believe that one day this building would be flooded with thousands and thousands of people coming to a life-transforming relationship with Jesus. I believe, I believe that one day, right, I believe that something is going to shift. I believe that, that, that this valley, that depression and anxiety will lose its grip on our city. I, I can see a different reality, and it's hope that allows me to get past the, what I currently see and lift my eyes up into what heaven would like to deposit onto earth so then I can pray like Jesus tells us to pray on earth as it is in heaven. But we got to bring heaven to earth, but first we got to have hope enough to look up past it and see it. So I hope that that empowers you a little bit tonight, that you have fresh eyes on what it means to have faith, to activate faith and to believe that God will do something that quite honestly looks and seems impossible. But if you know your Bible, you know that with God, there is nothing that is impossible. Amen. Can we stand up? Stand up, put your hands towards heaven. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God, that you're the God of miracles that you're the God of signs and wonders, that you're the God of love, Lord, that you care for your people. Lord, I thank you, Lord Jesus, Lord, that faith would begin to rise. Lord, I thank you, Father God. Thanks for listening. To find out more about our locations, team, and what we do here at Awakened Church, go to awakenedchurch.com.